Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Success Codes podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I have a very special guest. It's someone I've known for probably a little bit over a year now. We met at a women's networking group, and we've stayed in touch, and her name is Kiri Knutson. And in my opinion, she is an expert at storytelling as well as helping people with their branding and marketing. And she just has a wealth of knowledge. And if you look at her website, there's like all these different ways she helps people. So we're going to jump right in and I'm going to introduce Carrie here and say thank you for joining us. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and we're going to get right to it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Melinda. I love it that you said you believe I'm an expert. <laughs> That's you great. Are. I mean, you know, it's like, what is an expert every, these days, right? It's like everyone has some level of expertise and lots of times that covers a bit of ground. So my background includes being a marketing director, marketing professional, always working in marketing communications roles for about 15 years. And then, you know, different chapters, different iterations, like my favorite word being a pivot, right? Like I'm familiar with the good pivot. I think, yeah, we connected on that. And so I've done a lot of different things, but at the core of it, at the heart of it all, is storytelling. So when you're a marketer, when you're in marketing, it is about the story of the business, of the professional, of whoever it is or whatever it is that you're marketing, because it's like the famous Simon Sinek says, people don't necessarily care what you do. They care why you do it. So that why is the opportunity for a story. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I believe this is my belief. So I'd love your opinion on this and then some guidance that some people have, let's say, an easier time with this. And some people maybe struggle with ideas. And then some people are like completely like full of anxiety. <laughs> so, yes. so can you share like some thoughts along those lines? Because I, I would think you've probably seen that too. Absolutely. And I think you're, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head and probably in that networking group, especially with women. Um, I've heard a lot of women say, Oh, marketing or, Oh, I don't want to talk about myself or, Oh, you know, I don't want to be self-promoting, which they're, you know, making synonymous with marketing. But I think this leads to one of my biggest teaching points, biggest misconception about marketing is that it's about you or it's about your product, or it's about your service. Now that might be a little bit of a head scratcher. It's like, of course, if I have a service that I perform, it's about me doing the service, right? Actually, no, it's about your ideal client, which might be a former version of yourself. I think that's where a lot of us start is, you know, we have to think about who we were before when we needed the help that we now provide. So you know, to give an example, like um, a little bit of a story or anecdotal story, at least from my past is when I was in college studying communication, I, um, I had an opportunity with a family business. It was, this was like way back in the days of internet startups, <laughs> aging myself. But um, we had this great opportunity as a, in a, as a family business and, and we needed it. Like my family needed this opportunity. And because I was the younger person and because it had to do with an internet startup, um, they wanted me involved because my parents were not tech savvy, especially when this was technology was first coming out. So we had this opportunity to have, um, to be like 
part of the founders or the, you know, selling this online digital community. This is pre-Facebook days, right? So it was like a platform that we were going to be involved with and we were going to um, sell it to small business owners. It was, a, it was a digital land. That's what it was called, digital land. Um, and yeah, so cool. And so I remember the day we were having a seminar in Fort Lauderdale, one of the hotels you can still see from the highway off of 95 today. And we were driving down and I was so nervous because I knew that, you know, I I might get pulled up on the stage and I was full of fear and anxiety. And there was all of this unknown. And we were working with this person that was like a partner, business partner. It was sort of a volatile personality, kind of an eccentric guy. And um, so there was a lot of unknown, a lot of upset in the air. And sure enough, we get there. The room is filling full of people who purchased tickets to be there and hear this amazing, you know, story about this product and service that was going to help their business in this new land of the internet. And 9 a.m. rolls around. We're supposed to start the program and the speaker, the expert is nowhere to be found. And my mom looks at me and says, Kiri, you got to go up there. <laughs> and I said, what? I'm not prepared for this. What am I going to say? I don't know the, I don't know the whole technology. I don't know the whole speech, the whole, you know, everything with the overhead projector that he does. I don't know any of that. Um, and, but, you know, my body was moving me up on the stage before I knew it. I was saying hello and welcome to this crowd of business owners. And I remember feeling so exhilarated, just my adrenaline was pumping. I'm sweating. I'm sure out of breath, you know, and as I exited the stage, I said, that's never going to happen to me again. So I went on to teach public speaking and become really uh, comfortable public speaking and helping other people now do public speaking and storytelling from the stage and other ways too. Yeah. Yeah. And then look at this gave you a story that is then relatable to others. So it's, it's pretty amazing. I think that people overthink think the storytelling um because yeah that's just a great example of what you just did <laughs> thank you <laughs> try to illustrate what I'm all about so <laughs> exactly so you are also really good at using like different mediums for the storytelling right so do you want to share a little bit about that because I think that a lot of people maybe um, don't even understand that there's different mediums that people can use to um, share. Yeah, absolutely. So um, right now in the past, you know, year or so, maybe more, I've been focused on helping business owners with animated explainer videos because, you know, at the core of things, you know, why I'm passionate about storytelling is because it helps us connect to others. Like, like you said, what I just told you as a story was relatable to other people. And that's why we share stories. It's why we listen to other stories. We want to get connected and closer. So when you can illustrate a story in an animated video, you know, animated video has an advantage over full-scale video production. Number one, it's less expensive. And number two, it can be done all remotely. You know, you can get really creative and make things stand out. 
But I always tell my clients, I want still want to use a narrative structure, have a story structure, because there's actually brain science to using a story structure and how it helps, you know, change us physiologically. It produces chemicals in the brain and the body. It's pretty fascinating because, you know, it's one thing if we just have a conversation and we share what happened to us over the weekend or something from our professional life, that's a conversation, but putting it in a story structure can actually really impact your audience. And that's what I like to try to do, whether that's verbally with clients, helping them show up more confidently on camera or speaking, or if we use it for an animated explainer video. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Do you also feel that like the length of time is important? You know, everyone's so busy now and I know I feel guilty lately. If like there's a a video that's like two minutes, I'm like, oh, it's two minutes too long. (laughs) So like, are you finding any trends with that that are getting the most traction in order to get your point across? See what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think there's different schools of thought on it. Um, I think it depends where you're using it, what your objective is. Yes, I think we are strapped for time. And I also catch myself checking, how long is this? Can I invest this time in this right now? For sure. Um, I'm sure our people listening to this, watching this later will definitely relate uh, to that point as well. So, but then I always say my argument against that is like, look at long form podcasting or look at long form, you know, sub stacks or whatever people are, you know, having long blogs and writing and depth and researching and, you know, all this stuff that uh, can be long form as well. So to answer the question, I think it's just depends on the avenue and the objective you're trying to achieve, but both can be valuable. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. And I know I, I try to mix it up. Um, I don't have, happen to be someone that can talk for long periods of time. So that's why my things tend to be like 20 minutes or less, but I do find it fascinating when I see lots of views on a YouTube video, that's like an hour. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like amazing. So I wondered if you had some non-biased opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also like people that I follow, like for instance, I don't know if you know who Sean Cannell is, but he's big on YouTube and building a YouTube channel and monetizing that. And, and um, of course there's sort of a formula to doing videos so that it's, you stay, you know, you keep your audience engaged. And sometimes that can feel annoying from the viewer's perspective. Cause you're like, Oh, I get it. I see what they're doing here, <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, like having a hook or having a cliffhanger and there's an ad or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that there is a way to maintain the attention, but when you have a short message to get across just like this in your podcast, if your objective is to provide valuable snippets and stories from other professionals, then, you know, short form is good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, I know w- you and I chatted briefly about AI. Woo. So give me your scoop and how, um, if you're using it already or you're using it with your clients, like what are some tips that maybe you've learned that are a little different than what everyone's just kind of talking about out there? Yeah, I was just talking about this in the mastermind that I'm a part of, which is really cool because the person who's running it is really into AI. So I like being a part of that conversation because it helps to keep me current and and sort of helps push me forward to and things that I might just get complacent and not kind of dive into. But we were talking about the other night about how, you know, AI is really hot right now for a few reasons. And one of the reasons I said was because of fear of the unknown. You know, there's all this talk of like, you know, the robots taking over and things like that. But 
but but really, um, it, I said, you know, it's kind of like the launch of social media, Rick. Remember when first social media came out and, you know, I was working in a corporation at that time and there were people in the camp of, oh, forget about that. It's a waste of time. And there were people in the camp of, hey, we better check this out because this could impact our business greatly. Like, I can't imagine looking back, like how thinking like, how could you not want to participate in social media, right? But that's the same kind of thing I think that we're seeing with the AI technology. And, and AI, just those, those those two words, artificial intelligence, is a huge, vast array of different things. So to even group it as one singular item is a misconception because there's a lot of different things. There's AI chatbots you can have on your website that act like a virtual assistant. There's, of course, the chat GPTs or the Jaspers of the world to help you with copywriting which, um, you know, someone who's written, and I know you're a writer too, um, someone who I think myself as a writer, I, I almost feel like I, I still feel like I have to earn that title because I admire writers so much. Um, but, you know, using ChatGPT or something like that can really help you save a lot of time. Um, but as you know, Melinda, and I'm sure you'll share that you still have to have your human voice. And I think that that's how I connect it to storytelling because, that's one the advantage, the one singular advantage we have over AI of any kind is our emotions. And, and that's a really critical component of storytelling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel that I can instantly tell when someone just is using AI in a post, in a blog. Um, it's so obvious. Actually, yesterday I came across that and it was one of those like nails on a chalkboard where I had to like control myself because I was like, oh my gosh, this is completely AI. And mm -hmm. to um, be able to mix in your story, to mix in your voice, I think is crucial because if I'm seeing that, like, I don't think I'm like Miss Genius. Other people are seeing that too, people. So Absolutely. yeah. And then Ryan and I have had Jasper for two years. It used to be called Jarvis because um, Ryan's blog actually makes money and mine does not. Awesome. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> so does. And so we have used AI for, you know, almost two years now. And we have never like written with the tool, right? We use it to layer in SEO, be like, oh, those are some great words that we didn't think of. Just kind of lay, layer in some sentences, make it some it something beefier, and also just just to spur ideas because I, I don't have Chat GPT again because we have Jasper and I believe in using platforms that you pay for because then it's more private your your data is more private. But anywho, it doesn't you know matter. We just happen to also be used to it, and um, so we you know we use it because you can fill in the the boxes and it can just kind of generate some ideas and kind of break yeah. up any you know overthinking that you may have going on or any blocks and get you know just get your ideas going but um you know it's not going away people <laughs> so, not going away. might as well get on the bandwagon and figure yeah. out how to use it yeah get off the damn bus because it already <laughs> left the station and yeah. as one of those people that thought Social media was a, a narcissistic waste of time before I became a coach and a writer. Like you definitely want to get on the bandwagon. Don't make the same mistakes I did. <laughs> so <laughs> now I have to catch up on all of these things, you know, the past four years, like catch up on, you know, followers and content creation and, right. and you know, people that started back in, you know, 2009, you know, era, era you know, had such a great leap 
versus myself. So yeah, so don't miss out. <laughs> don't miss out. Get on the bandwagon. Yeah, figure out how it can work for you. In fact, I'm thinking of another technology when you talk about like cutting edge examples of things that are out there. I saw an ad, I think it was an ad, a sponsored post on Facebook recently about air AI. And it's like a, a literal, like you've heard, you've seen the chat bots on websites where it's ver, uh, tip, typewritten, sorry, typewritten, but this was audio. So the AI voice sounded so human and it was like, Hey, I need help. I'm looking for this. And the audio would be like, Oh, I hear you're looking for this. It sounds like a real person that can have like up to like a 20 minute conversation with you. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's the dark side too. So at the chamber of commerce a couple months ago, um, I'm in the Coral Gables chamber of commerce and we had a speaker on, uh, security um, and theft, things like that. I can't remember the exact title of the talk, but he was saying that prisoners use AI technology to imitate your voice and then they'll call, they'll make phone calls to like your family and ask for money. So there's a lot going on and everyone should just be very careful. (laughs) Yeah. And and did you see that headline about Robin Williams's daughter saying like, apparently they've used the audio from uh, Robin Williams's voice and created an AI version of it, him, of him talking that can make it say whatever. And she was saying, that's really deeply disturbing that you're using that technology to recreate my father who's passed away, you know, his voice. And it's like, wow. Yeah. There, there is an ethical and moral guideline, which, you know, that's a whole other topic, right? But, you know, um, it is, it can be, there are parts to be wary of, but I think for our own value to stay current to stay um competitive we have to dive in yeah yeah and then mix in the storytelling so mix it in and that way your voice will be unique and and really stand out so yeah well this was awesome to have you on do you have any other tips you want to share before we wrap up and definitely let everyone know how to get hold of you i will put carrie's full bio and all of her information in the show notes, but go ahead and share anything you want to share. Yeah, sure. So I was telling Melinda just briefly before as we jumped on how, um, you know, whenever you're a guest in a podcast, you feel as though you're the expert in something. And yes, there is expertise there, but also like, I think I want to just say to everybody that whoever watches this or hears this in the future is that, there's there's a beginning and an end to thing all things right there's there's a constant change talk about ai right like there's a constant change and an evolution and a shift that people keep evolving i saw this great video with gary v recently where he was like you can be this and that you know so right now i i can help you know business owners with storytelling for public speaking i can help business owners with animated explainer videos but i'm also leaning into partnerships where i know professionals in the marketing communication world that do all the things right so i can talk to some business owner as a consultant for free and look at your marketing look at your marketing planning your annual promotional plan Lots of people don't even do that, right? And and we can just do that, take that time to be strategic and think together, have a thinking partner. Like that's the coach in me is have a thinking partner. It can be so valuable. Sort out your thoughts. Think about your budget. Talk about some free opportunities for marketing. Marketing is a big category. And then think about the future of what, what other levels of marketing is applicable to you and your business, because not everyone's going to want full scale in-person video production, but I know professionals who do that. So 
I was just talking to someone else who has an agency model that does all the things digital marketing. I mean, they've done this for 20 years. They know what they're doing. They get results. So I'm aligning myself with them. So for anyone who wants to reach out to me, you can find me at Uplevel C as consulting. Uplevel Consulting is my business. So uplevelc.com. And I really look forward to connecting with you. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think it's very smart and great just business advice out there for everyone. I believe that we're all going through changes and pivots and it's just kind of in the universe right now for, yes. for a lot of people. And so number one, to take a look at your business, like what are you doing? What's working? What's not working? And then also, you know, build relationships like, like Kiri's saying, and I'm obviously doing by bringing on more guests for my podcast too. So we're in close alignment with the whole concept and, you know, reach out to Carrie if you feel the need for what she was just saying in terms of like looking at your marketing and looking at your strategy and also building relationships. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's perfect. Yeah. And, you know, since you're all about success, right, if if you want to be successful, you have to be willing to change, right? Yes, people. Yes. <laughs> Yes, get out of your comfort zone. I've learned so much about fear in terms of, you know, people talk about ego mostly aligned with being arrogant. Like that's always kind of the narrative, but really your ego keeping you small is the worst thing ever. And that goes into what we're talking about. Like you have to bust through and get a little uncomfortable to really bring your business in life to the next level of success. So yeah, thank you so much for inviting me to do this. I had a really fun time, this conversation with you. And I look forward to talking to you some more about the work that you do because being in that shifting, changing time period, I'm really excited to learn more about the success codes. Yes. Thank you so much, Kiri. It was a pleasure. And everyone, please connect with Kiri. She is very active on social media. So definitely connect and um, learn more about her business. So till next time, thanks for watching, everyone.